Tip, Fancy Dinosaurs is recorded in front of a live studio audience. Hello, you're listening to Dem Fancy Dinosaurs, a podcast you like to listen to if you like movies, TV shows, and pop culture. I'm one of your hosts, Kyle. And I'm Nick, the other guy. How is everyone today? Yep, how's everyone? How are you going, Nick? Uh, you're not great. Oh. I'm in a bad mood, just oh. saying. Yeah? Okay, I've kept my mouth shut about such a thing for so long, but I'm finally going to give my, my opinion on the new Ghostbusters film. <laughs> um... The the trailer the new trailer that the t- new teaser trailer they dropped or the <laughs> no no you mean the teaser trailer to the actual Ghostbusters film yeah yeah no no I'm talking about Leslie Jones coming out and saying that it's betraying it oh betraying their movies <laughs> okay I I didn't jump on the debate when the movie was coming out I didn't jump on the debate after the movie had come out but if you're gonna come out and say that. And then throw in a double Donald Trump thing and say, oh, it's like they're remaking Ghostbusters, but with men. Ghostbusters was with men. That is what Ghostbusters. So I've compiled a list of reasons why the movie was not good. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yep. And you can throw entire drink bottles full of urine at me for doing this, but it's <laughs> nothing to do with your sex or any other reason. Please don't do that. <laughs> okay. The first point I'm going to make is after years and years and years and years and years of hearing that we're going to have a Ghostbusters 3, we got given a reboot mm. of the first movie. You know, already fans are disappointed, they're unhappy, they're pissed off, right? Yeah, yeah definitely. I, I was um, vocally <laughs> annoyed with it. <laughs> so you're already in a bad mood because you, you, you think you're going to get a third movie of an already established franchise but Mm -hmm. then it's like oh no we're gonna remake the first one thanks great two the letdown that the diehard fans experienced got turned around into something very sinister they changed it around to say oh you're just attacking it because it's got a female cast yeah (laughs) so they turned on the fans straight away first of all new people don't give a shit about ghostbusters it was the old people that would have been a majority of their fan base at the start until they found out what the hell they were doing Mm -hmm. okay three paul feig okay was he the best choice to director? He best known for the creator of Freaks and Geeks. Oh, really? Yeah. What has he done much else? He's or? directed a few episodes of The Office, Arrested Development. He made the movie Spy. Uh, his catalogue isn't really that great. He doesn't deal with blockbusters. Oh, okay. Okay? Yeah. But coming from something like Freaks and Geeks, he would understand why diehard Ghostbusters fans would be a bit annoyed. Well, I guess not. I guess... <laughs> yeah. But yeah... Um, so why'd you get Paul Feig on board? It just doesn't make sense. Um, but whatever, I don't care. It's over. Three, uh, four, point four, the role reversals. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this has nothing to do with the turn into Ghostbusters into girls. Okay. In Ghostbusters 1 and 2, we had two very solid female strong characters, right? Oh, hell yeah. We had Dana and we had Janine. Yeah. You know, they were both... Very we cute. got one! Yeah. And like, she was like the assistant that wouldn't take any shit from her. Oh, guys. no shit. You know? <laughs> and Dana, she's just like, this girl's in my house, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I better call these guys to come fix it. Yeah, but she was a strong woman. Yeah. yeah. And then, on this the other hand, woman, sorry. our yeah. ditzy men, we've got Lewis, Rick Moranis from the first movie. He was mm. just, he was a complete idiot. Yeah. 
You know, and then in the second one, you had Janos. Remember the bad guy? Hey, then let's go. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> the creepy guy. Yeah. He was a bit of a buffoon, too, yeah. until Vigo, like, put a spell on him. And what did they do in the new movie? They made the secretary a piece of ass. Yeah. Just a stupid. dim-witted male bimbo. Yeah. Just imagine if somebody did that, like, just imagine if they had the new Ghostbusters and they decide to make the secretary then just the tits. assistant. Yeah, just, just tits. tits. Yeah. yeah. And like, I guess maybe they were trying to show that whole oh, movies these days just represent women. But no, we're talking about Ghostbusters, a film that came out in the 80s that was really highly regarding of women, it seems. Yeah. You know? So why would you just turn around and just slap the remainder of your audience in the face like that? I don't know. Uh, five, the jokes. Uh, if you look at the crude and gross humour, and before, again, you guys jump on my back and say, oh, you just don't like women comedians. I love Idiot Sitter, Gillian Bell, funniest human being. She does crude, really disgusting humour on yeah. a daily basis. <laughs> like Gillian Bell, blonde chick uh, from Workaholics. Oh, yeah. She's she, fucking hilarious. She has her own show called Idiot City. You should check yeah. it out. It's basically... Bloody hell, what's her name? I can't remember. I, I'm really bad with names. It's not just girls. I can't remember any of the names, but I love the show. Um... Uh, always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, yeah, die. <laughs> She's fucking Deep hilarious. Deep. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. You know, you've mm. got so many great things. So it's not about that. It's just the humor didn't fit in with the movie. Yeah. Oh, like, no, no. no it's terrible. And I know I'm saying this comparing it to, because that's what I'm comparing it to. You compare reboots to originals. Mm. Unless you want the originals not to exist, and that doesn't, that doesn't work. Because if yeah. it's a solo movie, that doesn't make any sense. And in the original movie, it was a bunch of dad jokes and just elegant, like, well-placed humour. It was timing humour. Mm-hmm. I think most of the cast in Ghostbusters as well, the, the, the female one, I reckon they're actually, they are quite funny people. Oh, Melissa McCarthy is hilarious. Yeah. Like, this movie just seemed like, because Paul Feig also directed Bridesmaids, right? Yeah. And that was pretty disgusting comedy. It wasn't a shit movie. That was yeah. disgusting comedy. But you can't just take something like that and pop it straight into the Ghostbusters universe. And be no. Like, like, I remember I was watching it with Elise and um, one of the chicks got slimed and then she was telling her friend, she goes, yeah, it went everywhere, in every crack. And Elise is like, turn this shit off right now. <laughs> no, even she didn't appreciate that. You know? Of course. So, yeah. And then six, the movie itself bombed. Okay, the movie was a flop. Yeah, because nobody okay. wanted to see it. And then my final point is, after it bombed, they blamed us, the consumer, for yeah. bombing. Yeah. Okay, what other medium can you, can you blame <laughs> the consumer for not going on? Imagine, for making a shit product. <laughs> yeah, imagine, imagine, imagine if you, you... I don't know, imagine you when they brought out... Oh, say let's take New Coke. Remember how New Coke came out in America and it was really shit? Yep. Right? Yeah. Imagine if I said, well, you know what? Your taste buds are fucked and you're all idiots. We're keeping this. No, they pulled it from the shelves and said, okay, we fucked up. Mm. But there's a sense of pride here. Like, and there's a reason I don't get into these debates very often because they get very heated and very passionate. And it's just not a place to talk about. Seriously, they're not remaking your film. They're continuing their film. Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis is universe that you inhabited I, I love it how they're getting um, Dan Ramis' son. Ivan Reitman's son. Yeah, the OG director. Yeah. He's going to be directing the new one. And there's also been some plot details. So I don't know why she's getting pissy about this even because the new plot details that just emerged like literally 
20 minutes ago is it's going to have, you know, kind of a passing of the torch onto a new group of ghost hunters. That's awesome. I love that. Teenagers, two girls, two boys. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so. Like, because the old guys, they, they can't fight the ghosts anymore. No, sh- no chance. No. And Kyle, my co-host here, made the best fucking point about bringing Harold Ramis back into the film ever. Yeah. Like, as Egon Spangler. Yeah. I was like, because he was talking to me and what did you say? I was saying... Um, uh, I, I said that I, I want them to bring back her, um, yeah, Harold Ramis. Harold, is it? Yeah? Yeah, Harold yep. I want them to bring back Harold Ramis uh, in the film using, like, you know, Hollywood magic. You're like, no, nah, I don't want I that. was like, no, like, like can't they, Star Wars that shit. Can't they do him as a ghost? And literally at that point, my mind exploded. Yeah. They could easily bring back Egon as a ghost. Yeah, why not? <laughs> you could even just have him, like, um, say, possessing something. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I think it would be a good tribute to his memory because it was a great movie. Why wouldn't he want to be in it again? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, so that's just my little, I just, that's what I had to get off my chest. So I apologize to everyone if I got too heated. Do you know what else made that, um, all female cars goes past this shit? They danced at the end. They danced at the end? Yeah, they had that dance thing where everyone's just like, dee, 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 dee. <laughs> <laughs> Who you gonna call? Ghost, plus everyone's just like, like a giant dancing. That's how they end Disney movies. <laughs> that's because they don't know how to end the movie properly. <laughs> so they're like, oh, everybody dances. <laughs> Yeah, I know, they just ended the last one with them coming down with marshmallows on their heads. Like, why? Why? No, I mean, just the original one. They just ended up and they walked down and they're like, hey guys, we're the Ghostbusters. Yeah. Waved. Yeah, it. that was it. But but why did they have to end it with a dance? Why not? You know? Why did they even have to make it? <laughs> you know? Oh, God, yeah, it just... So in case you guys didn't realise a teaser drop for Ghostbusters 3. <laughs> so that's uh, the takeaway from this. Best teaser ever. Yeah, I, know. I was like, what is this? And then all of a sudden, I was like, this is a fake trailer. And then it was like, this is not a fake trailer. Yep. Oh, uh, alright. Other trailers that hit. Spider-Man. Far away from home. Yeah. You know, yeah. first Spider-Man Homecoming was really good. Yeah. I just hope they don't take that and hand it up by 100 like they did with Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yeah. Like, it's like, um, I remember, like, lots of sequels because, you know, there's quite a bit of humour in Spider-Man. Yeah. They might amp that up, like Guardians of the Galaxy 1. And then when Guardians of the Galaxy 2 came out, they're like, hey, I really like it when Drax shouts. So the whole movie was Drax shouts the film. Oh, yeah. Like, like laughing... Hysterically, that's yeah. just random. Like, what? I hate when they're like, "Hey, we've, we're in a focus group. Uh, he really likes it when we do this thing. So let's make this thing the movie." No, like Drax's comedy comes from his complete lack of lack everything. of laughing, like yeah. lack of emotion. <laughs> so I, I hope they don't go that way with Spider-Man. I mean, I'm really excited for it because I really like Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Yeah, he's Spider-Man. Yeah, he's, yeah. Oh, he's the, the he is. He's a really good Peter Parker. He's a better Peter Parker than... Uh, Tony McGuire was an okay Peter Parker, but he's Spider-Man. No, I reckon he was the best Spider-Man. The best actually. Spider-Man? Yeah. Like, Hold the phone, people. Okay. Those bottles of urine on standby. The thing about Spider-Man is that the one thing that this San Raimi Spider-Man's got perfect, right, was the actual meaning of the character Spider-Man, okay? Yes. Spider-Man is this everyday person that lives in 
complete isolation. He is. He can't tell anybody who he is. He can't because generally when he does, people fucking die. So he can't. And he is so alone. And that's what they really got with the, the Tobey Maguire. They, they really nailed his Spider-Man's purpose in life. Okay? Yeah. He is alone, really. Yes, he crosses those things like the Avengers and stuff, but... Take Andrew Garfunkel's Spider-Man, right? Garfunkel. He's a Garfunkel. I don't care what his name is, right? He's all like um, I'm Gwen. He, he's a skater kid and, you know, hanging out and doing all cool shit and stuff. People love him. You, you don't get that. He doesn't have that dread, okay? Um, Tom Holland, right? You don't get that same feeling because he's got fucking Tony Stark behind him. He's like, kid, I can bail you out from anything, okay? You don't get that feeling. Yeah, right? yes, that makes sense. yeah. So he, he, yes, I like the the act that he does, right? But Spider Man is a lot more about that, especially to the fan base. Like he's supposed to represent the struggles that teen kids feel yeah. going through puberty and things like that, being very isolated and alone. Only Tobey Maguire Spider Man actually did that. Yeah, None of the others have done that. Fair. Yeah, I guess they didn't redo the origin. Story oh, they didn't have to redo the yeah. origin story, but could you still not do the isolation thing? Like he's supposed to, Yeah. like there's too much, you know, daddy Tony Stark standing over him. It's like, it's all right, kid, I got your back. Yeah. <laughs> you I need just, money for college? I, I'll give you money for college. I really appreciate him. I guess, oh, I guess so not, do I. Not, I, I, not from the comics. Yeah. I think that's where I, I, I'm mistaken. Yep. I guess you, you have, it's, it's like when you read a book, mm-hmm. you see a character. Yeah, 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 college. definitely. But like I said, People really underestimate the San Raimi Spider-Man. They really do. I don't know why. They're, they're very good. They're the first major super uh, superhero movies to come out. They, they were pretty groundbreaking. Oh, like, yeah. People love them. And they did get, I reckon, Peter Parker and Spider-Man really good there. He wasn't... The Spider-Man wasn't as witty as, say, Andrew Garfunkel Spider-Man. Oh, also, like, Tom Holland Spider-Man has a fucking kid in the chair. That fat guy, he helps him out. Yeah. Does Peter Parker, does um, San Raimi's um, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man have that? No. no. <laughs> Do you know what he gets? Fucking trampled. <laughs> he does. He's poor. He lives in a building, right? Where with a shed bathroom and the fucking uh, person is always, the, the landlord's always like writing down his neck for where, where the fuck's the next payment coming from. That is Spider-Man. That is his struggles. Right? He tries to go and support Mary Jane when she's doing all her uh, um, concerts and stuff. Yeah, but he can't because he has to go out and fucking every time he's a siren, he has to go, whoa, web slinging and shit. <laughs> and it's not that he wants to do it, but he's he's sacrificing a huge part of his social life for that. Andrew Garfunkel didn't have to do that. To, um, fucking Tom, Tom Holland's Holland. not doing that either. Maybe Tom Holland hasn't needed to yet because at the moment, remember, he's still, he's still building up the work-life balance. He's still in high school, remember? Yeah. Like, they went pretty far with um, Tobey Maguire. They went outside of college and then even into work life. And with Andrew Garfield, it was like, hey, I'm Tony Hawk and now I'm Spider-Man. But you never know where they're going to go with him. I understand, but he, he's always had that struggle. And so, this isn't an origin story, like you said. So, it should have already built up that kind of struggle that he has but he doesn't have to because he has a guy in a chair he has social life stuff he has tony stark to pay for colleges and shit he's never gonna have to struggle in his life but what happens after um let's say the snap some people don't come back right yeah what if he has to start 
taking a bigger role in helping out the city. He has to. He might have to start sacrificing some of his own life, and he might phase into that character. Possibly. You know, I don't know, but as it stands at the moment, it's not like that. And the ratings on the Spider-Man is Tobey Maguire, Tom Holland, Tom Holland and Mexican Spider-Man. <laughs> Have you seen? Oh, is it Mexican or Japanese Spider-Man? Yeah, Japanese, Spider-Man. <laughs> Japanese Spider-Man. Spider-Pig. Spider-Pig. <laughs> Andrew Garfunkel. <laughs> He's not even on my radar. <laughs> It, like the yeah, like he, he he was very good as Spider-Man. He was very witty and very yeah. like all that kind of stuff. Funny, yeah. but he was Emo just Peter Parker. Yeah, he was like Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, Parker. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, far away from home looks okay. Might not be okay. I think it's gonna be good. It's gonna be fine. Like it's a Disney Marvel, yeah. fucking Sony movie. It's it's gonna fucking smash it out of the park. So. When does this take place? I'm tipping before Infinity Wars, okay. yeah. Yeah, because I was having this debate because, um, you know... It's definitely like, not after. No, if it's after, then everyone's like, oh, everyone's back. So it'll be, yeah, before. Well, it's interesting because there was a check signed by Pepper Potts from the Tony Stark Foundation given to him in one of the scenes of the trailer. <laughs> See, he's getting money. <laughs> he doesn't have to struggle at all in his life. He's never going to have to go through that whole, oh, I need to live, I'm going to have to live in a stingy apartment because I can't hold down a job because I've got to save people. <laughs> he's, he's never going to have to do that. Yeah. He's going to be able to live in like nice places because he's getting paid by and Daddy Stark. Daddy Stark. <laughs> so he, he doesn't actually have to struggle. Even if he has to give up Parts of his social life and stuff like that, he doesn't have to work. You know, Tony Stark <laughs> Foundation might get destroyed. Everything might get destroyed. <laughs> Please. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> All right. So that comes out in June. Ooh. I think. Nice. After in uh, Endgame. Okay. Yeah, cool. So. Um, well, I would also like to, we'll, we would also like to talk about uh, an Australian film, Red Hill. Oh. Oh, neo westerns, mate. Neo fucking westerns. Even even neo westerns is a stretch. I, I consider that just a bare bones western. Yeah, true that. True. Well, neo would be just. Does neo mean future or does it just mean new? Neo means new, so you yeah. are correct. Yeah. But I still see it as like a, a high country western because there's not too much tech involved. It kind no. of seems like High Plains Drifter meets um, Pale Rider. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's a proper western. Oh, fucking fantastic Australian film. One of my favourite ones. Can't say too much about it, to be honest, without giving too much detail away. I think you can. Yeah? Yeah. So I was thinking about, like, doing a little review anyway, and I I think I could do it. So it came out in 2010. Mm -hmm. It was a thriller action. It was Australian. And it stars Ryan Quentin, also known as that hot vampire. He's He's not a vampire. He's a hot person that vampires want to bang <laughs> in, in true, blood. true blood it's <laughs> fucking great are you kidding me drew true blood it's actually vampires like they do not give a fuck You're, after an eternity of living i imagine i wouldn't give a fuck yeah either. yeah but i just i love the whole premise of true blood where it's like vampires exist okay what now what now well they're just there doing everyday <laughs> shit. <laughs> Tried just to live. Existing. Yeah, just existing. Like, yeah. what else? <laughs> and it's fucking great. Vampires are sick. Yeah. They, they, I think True Blood brought back this 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 cool vampire. And that's the only thing that's been... I don't understand, like, 
is it bringing it back? Like, I don't think vampires were ever really cool, were they? Yeah, you're right. Like, like the sexy vampire is a modern trope, to be honest. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah. Back then, they were just terrifying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, Nosferatu. Yeah. Like, he was so all kinds of fucked up. <laughs> yeah, the sexy vampire is a modern trope, It's not, isn't it? And that's what all modern vampires have today. Ooh. <laughs> I think there's a few ugly vampires. There's a few ugly vampires in um well there's quite a few. In True Blood, it's great. You should watch yeah. it. Um Yeah, Red Hill, uh directed by Patrick Hughes. Uh he's an Australian director. Um only made twenty grand at the box office. Really? Oh, damn. So if I had to sum up this movie in a review, it would be New poli- uh, police officer transferred to a small town has the worst first day on the job <laughs> that any police officer could. Yep. And in support of Australian films, I recommend you guys go out and buy it. You oh. probably get it at JB, seven bucks. Definitely. Do it. <laughs> like, get it, watch it, enjoy yeah. it, and relish yeah. it. And even if you live overseas, it's probably on Google Play Movies. Yeah, and if when you do watch the film Red Hill, um, if you live in the Victorian region, right... Turns out Red Hill wasn't actually filmed in Red Hill. It was no. filmed in Obio. <laughs> Fair enough. Which Red Hill is an actual place down here. Yes, in the Mornington Peninsula. Yep. But it wouldn't work the same. But Obio is nowhere near the Mornington Peninsula kind of thing. No. It's on the other side of... <laughs> we went on a day trip there and we had lunch at the pub. Part of the movie was That looked so cool. I loved it. But such smaller and I know right how the hell movie, <laughs> movie magic. magic like they made when they filmed it they filmed it to make it look massive but it looked tiny ass <laughs> it was so small the tower but it was so good so yeah Red Hill Twisted Tale of Revenge beautiful love it check it out Twisted yeah it is a Twisted Tale of Revenge God from the man who put another man in prison ooh, ooh. and it's, it's got all your western you know like ridiculousness like your guns your your fast shooters your craziness your horses <laughs> yeah so i watched a movie on netflix recently called bad match right okay and it looked like it was made on a, like a really small budget and when i saw the trailer I'm like this is gonna be god awful <laughs> i was wrong yeah good movie really good yep like even a twist at the end that i did not see coming i'm not gonna tell you because inside they have bottles of urine um, that they will throw at me that they will try to get to my car after work and I don't appreciate that so please stop throwing bottles of urine at me <laughs> unless you're not a listener and just a crazy homeless person it's just me throwing bottles of urine at you <laughs> damn you yeah so it's about this dude and he he, he matches up with chicks on let's match Tinder mm. Tinder right and he every day he meets up with a different girl and he has a date with him and he's like oh I can see a drink on her because you know I'm this good at stuff and then he goes home and has sex with him and then you see him leaving in the middle of the night she's like you're leaving he's like yeah I'll work tomorrow he works mm. for an advertising company then he meets one chick yeah and she becomes obsessed with him okay like super obsessed with him like she stays at his house all night she just won't leave him alone and then she pretends to kill herself when he says that she's a psychopath and he doesn't want to be around her whoa from his work account gets hacked and all this stuff goes up on Twitter and he gets fired from his job and then the police come to his house and he's found child pornography on his computer and he sets out for revenge on this girl. 
Whoa. <laughs> Dab. What is and I saw him the twist ending. Oh, shit. <laughs> but yeah, bad match. Check it out. It's, Dab, that, that, that sounds pretty cool, actually. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's filmed in such a way that you think it's cheap, but it's not. And I think the director did a really good job of just setting the tone and the mood. Yeah. So that's a bit unappreciated. It's under the radar. Yeah? So you played uh, that Netflix... Uh, spin the wheel game and no, got Netflix a good roulette. yeah Netflix roulette. If I was roulette. Netflix roulette, I'd still be scrolling looking for. <laughs> so, well, you, you played a one. I, on the other hand, saw this random movie on Netflix called The Lobster. <laughs> I ah, uh, I just I can't even like. It's an Oscar bait film. You, you can tell, right? I don't. I'm not sure if it won anything. It's just. It's really indescribably weird but I'll give it a shot okay so the premise of the film is it's this world where everybody's like autistic right they can't convey emotion properly or something I don't know it's really weird and in this world it's illegal to be single damn okay so say you have a partner or something they die or you get divorced you have to go to I'm going to say a, uh, like a, a camp or something, right? A dating farm. A dating farm, yes. For eight weeks, you're there trying to meet a match, right? If you fail within that eight weeks, you get turned into an animal. Not with magic or anything like that. It, it, it's got no magic. It, it's with science. I don't know how. They never really explain it. The main guy we're following, I think it's a... That Irish guy's name. Um, Colin Farrell? No, it's a... Oh, Colin Farrell. I think so. Yes. Well, yeah, Colin Farrell. Yeah. From Yes, yes, he's in it. All right. He, when they ask him, so when you go there, they ask you, oh, um, you know, at the eight, at the end of the eight weeks, if you haven't found somebody, you'll be turned into an animal. And he's like, yes. Uh, they're like, do you know what animal you want to be? He's like, a lobster. And they're like, oh, okay, that's cool. That's um, a very unique animal. Most people say dog. So it just goes through. There's groups of women, groups of men, and they're all just trying to talk to each other kind of thing dancing and there's just the weirdest fucking shit happening like they, they do this therapy thing where the guys have to lie on the bed and then the, their maids have to rub their fucking asses on their dicks for some reason <laughs> it's just really fucked up right and then they have these hunting games where they go out and they got to see people run away from the complex right and so and they're called the singles during this hunting game right you got to go out and tranquilize them and bring them back right and then you get an extra week yeah okay so it's an incentive to stay eventually colin farrell's character shit happens and he leaves right and he finds the group of single people but they're just as fucked up like they're just as weird and autistic and shit they gotta dig their own graves and other things like this it's and the worst part of the movie the fucking worst part of the movie right you don't get to see the lobster. (laughs) (laughs) i don't have to spoil it but god damn it it just pissed me the hell off i'm like are you kidding me you don't get to see any of this shit. Ah. All it is, oh, people get turned to the animals. You see the person, and the next scene, they're like, it just shows them talking to this animal. This chick's a horse now. <laughs> just, what? What? That's <laughs> it takes so much emotional, intellectual, and physical energy to get through that movie. I'm not even joking. It's just, <sighs> please stop making movies like that. Just please. They're not good. Or continue. 
Um, I actually like that idea of Netflix roulette, actually. Yeah. Uh, between now and our next recording session. <laughs> Let's watch another one. Yeah, random each. Uh, if you guys want to join in, uh, you guys can spin the wheel. and. Uh, yeah, just find something random. They, they, they should have the roulette button on there. <laughs> I was saying this on Twitter the other day. They should make a show called Scrolling, which is... Because sometimes you'll be scrolling for hours. You should do the little hard work for Yeah, that. definitely. Just preview all the stuff and then you... Just random it. movie, random TV show. Just pick something for you at random. That would be awesome. Netflix, give us money and use that idea. <laughs> Don't just do it. They Netflix like, they don't how, know that. How about we don't give you the money and just add this feature in anyway? It's <laughs> on our program. No. Talking about Oscar bait films and stuff like that, I wanted to talk about art in movies. Yes. Or movies as art. What are your takes on that? Like, so you know the types of movies yeah, I'm talking about, right? Yeah, like, you know, we can watch some movies and think that was a very artistic piece of film, and then yep. there's movies that you watch solely for entertainment. Yeah. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. And I think the perfect example of this is The Revenant. Yep. Okay. Not a particularly entertaining movie. Visually beautiful. Yeah. You know, basic ass plotline. Guy gets attacked by a bear, son gets killed by Tom Hardy. <laughs> and then he's crawling in the snow, going for that golden Oscar. <laughs> trying to find that Oscar in the snow. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, it's visually stunning. I, I recommend everyone watch it because it's good, but it's not good. Yeah. Um, it doesn't make sense to me why that is, but yeah, watch it because... How's the music? The music's amazing. Yeah. And I think no. that that adds to the art. Of course it does, yeah, because yeah. movies are a whole... With movies, <laughs> they're a whole thing. It's music, uh, the sound, the visuals, and the story. So it's all these three things combined to make... You need them to make an artistic piece, really. Exactly. Another example uh, would be... I can take one movie and put it in both categories. The new Lion King film, right? That's a movie about entertainment. Yep. Take away all the CGI. It'll just be art. It'll just be nothing but art. Yeah, but a movie could be... See, what I think is that with a artistic piece say a movie it needs to have those three things so sound good sound good visuals good story right i believe they need to have those three things to be yeah but having no sound is a choice okay do you understand like that is an actual choice (laughs) yeah it really was like we're going to have no sound in this making that the actual Underlined thing, That's you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, do you know speaking, what I mean? Yeah, speaking of control, and that's another example. Of- <sighs> yeah, beautiful. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Boring as fuck. Yeah. Where an entertaining film, I think, doesn't have to have all those things. Doesn't. Doesn't have to have a good soundtrack to be honest. It doesn't have to have a good story. It doesn't even have to have a good visuals to be honest. It needs maybe two of them. Doesn't need all three. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so if it has a good soundtrack and good visuals, I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> who cares about the story? If it has good story and good visuals, I'm like, who cares about the music? <laughs> so you make one of those pyramids. It's like, uh, you can only have two points of the pyramid. Yep. <laughs> to make an entertaining film, but to make an artistic piece, it needs to have all three. Shrouding this pyramid? Yep. Shrouding out the So, because if you try to make an artistic film and fall flat on one of those, it just comes out garbage yeah yeah like the lobster <laughs> yeah so art versus entertainment i think there is there is a lot of criteria that um 
I think sometimes, sometimes there's like the major exception, exception that can be both. Yeah, what would your favourite artistic piece be? Favourite artistic piece. Yeah, in movies. I already know what Come mine is. Come back to me. Yeah, okay. So, mine is an old anime OVG, uh, OVA called Samurai X, Trust oh, the Betrayal. That piece there is... It, it's such a beautiful kind of Japanese... It, here's how I describe it. Feudal Japanese animated opera. <laughs> That's how I best to describe Samurai X. The music, the visuals, the story are all stunning. It's follows this assassin through the Boshin War or something like that in Japan and he's like the best assassin so it's ever. Kenshin. Yeah, it's Kenshin. It's Himura Kenshin. Kenshin. Kenshin, but before he was like Himura Kenshin, the wanderer. <laughs> yes, the worry. <laughs> Early days when he was um known as Batosai. <laughs> yep. He had his his blood. Yeah, well he didn't like it. He hated it. The entire story is this child, this 14, 15 year old child was thrown into war because he was good at one thing, killing. And so his entire perspective on the world is just completely war. And then it goes over, is it two episodes? It's two episodes, trust trust and betrayal, betrayal, right? So the first is all about trusting. I think it's two, like trust is two parts and betrayal is two parts, I believe. And trust is all about, you find out, that Kenshin, he is just, he's just a child at heart, right? That has just seen too much shit, yeah. <laughs> right? And his entire view of the world is just jaded and everything else. It doesn't particularly matter. He doesn't, ma- it doesn't matter what he does as long as he thinks he's doing it for a good cause mm. kind of thing. So he kills so much, <laughs> right? And then this girl kind of stumbles into his life and he softens his heart quite a lot, right? Because it's a love story at its heart she sees him for what he is which is really just a child that's been thrown into conflict even though i don't want to give too much away on this because it's a beautiful piece if you're interested in feudal japanese (laughs) animated operas check it out trust and betrayal it's beautiful and have a closing to it because betrayal is post everything isn't it post post uh kenshin it's pre the, but it doesn't have post as well, isn't? Um, isn't that's good? reflection. Sorry, oh, it's reflection. Yeah, my bad. That's a reflections. That's right. Yeah, reflection is a, a different thing altogether. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I'm like, eh. <laughs> like they they didn't have to uh, bring out reflection, but they did, and it's there. <laughs> you don't have to watch it <laughs> if you don't want to, but you should watch Samurai X. It's just a beautiful artistic piece. Did you think of your one? I did. Okay. Inception. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's both entertaining and artistic, to be honest. Yeah. That hits everything. That to me. Visually good, uh, sounds good, like musically good and storyline's good. Yeah. And I think we're gonna fucking, I don't know if it won an Oscar or not, but it's not your classic Oscar movie. Well, you win our award, Christopher Nolan, the Dem Fancy Dinosaurs Award of- 2019 Oscars from days of old. Days of old, best year, all year, every year, baby. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> you should make more movies like that and stop making. Actually, no, Dunkirk was actually super good. That's a movie he did for art. Yep. The, I, I've I started watching it and it's hard to watch. To be honest, it really is. It is. The script's probably only about ten pages long. To be honest, the rest is just pure visuals. Yeah. Oh, because I was trying to watch it on my fucking little laptop at the time, and I feel like I need to watch yeah, it. Though. 
on my TV, kind of in the dark, lights down, like really sound up. Because that, that movie would have been great in the cinema, I reckon. Visually stunning, um, told a story without words, which I think was pretty amazing. Yeah, I always hit on that. Like, they need to do more of that. So, yeah, that's probably my favourite art. And then Inception would be arts and entertainment. Yeah, okay, that's cool. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I really like that subject of art, art and entertainment. Yeah. Like there are some video games that also I would say are artistic pieces, but aren't entertaining. very entertaining. But like heavy rain. Heavy rain. Uh, Dear Esther. <laughs> to me, that's entertaining though. Yeah. Even watching it. <laughs> You're like, just walking around listening to this guy. I know. It's just oh. like God. It's just, and you can take so much away from that game as you want. <laughs> yeah, and like you can just call it a game is loose. Yeah, it <laughs> is, isn't it? Oh. It's like a test demo, which it originally was. Because games by themselves just really should be entertaining, but people release games such as uh, Telltale's Walking Dead. Telltale's Walking Dead, yeah, definitely. Um, we're a master demon blade. It's more a master demon blade. Dragons crowd. These guys make these fantastic fucking 2d beat-em-ups that look like fucking paintings it just blows my mind how good it looks yeah oh my god yeah yeah it's so interesting nintendo does a really good job of making art yep definitely oh another one okami oh my god yeah 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 that that, that game is just fucking artistic all about art (laughs) developers uh rely heavily on story yeah. You can't get the graphics right. Yeah, definitely. So there's a lot of indie games, like let's say uh, Braid, that you were playing. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> such a reverse Mario on that shit. Yeah, I know that was fantastic. Um, what was that little one that you kept binding of Isaac? Yep. Yeah, like definitely. I never got really too into it. My favorite artistic game of all time, Tony Hawk Skateboard. <laughs> Oh, Tony Hawk, Pro Skater, Pro Skater on Nintendo 64. Yeah, Nintendo 64 or the PS1. Yeah, because it had the musical stylings of Goldfinger. <laughs> <laughs> Mwah! Suicidal tendencies. <laughs> if, we're throwing, if I'm throwing that hat in the ring, Crazy Taxi. <laughs> I knew you were going to say Crazy Taxi. I'm all around and throwing uh, Sonic Heroes. <laughs> if that's not a piece of art, I don't know what is. Uh, <laughs> Alright, let's uh, get away from the art part Art part uh, Art part, art part. <laughs> um, Okay, so it's time for a little bit of promo love I want to shout out RJ and the crew at Realms and Nerds They do a really good D&D podcast So if you love D&D and roleplay adventures, check them out Here they are Hey everybody, this is RJ, Ash, Ray, Brandon, Harrison, and Bronson. We host a Dungeons & Dragons podcast called Realms & Nerds. Some highlights of our show include wreaking havoc in every town we visit, blowing up hot tubs, killing off fan-favorite characters, high necromancers, inappropriate wedding etiquette, and every now and then, actually good storytelling. Join us in the realms of Pridea for fun fantasy adventures every week. You can find us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or just about wherever you get podcasts. Make sure you check out Podbean, guys. We're following them. They're also on one of our Twitter friends. Uh, yeah, they're cool. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Good job, guys. I love D&D. Um, Fuck yeah. We haven't played for a while. We're going to be playing for a while when we do. We're going to start live fishing once every month. Hell yeah. As soon as we get back into it. But what I want to do is I'm building up the story for it. 
So I'll have a couple of actual... A backlog. A backlog of story for it. That's my goal yeah. at the moment. So I don't... I'm not building the story and then next week <coughs> thinking, oh shit, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I'm going to try to build the story and then see what you guys do with it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And while we're at it, I'll, I'll, I'm taking carbon water uh, for a beautiful animation if you don't want to buy like previous oh, yeah. videos it's on his YouTube channel um, Three Drunk Girls Podcasting they talked about some of their episodes thanks a lot you guys are good and you guys are fuck yeah thank too. you very much uh, Friendly State of Mind Podcast uh, me and him still looking at um, just doing a little network a collective of just a few podcasts with good cool. cool. people nice thanks guys again for um, helping us out and we'll help out as well yeah, we other podcast people and other people like Cover Waters and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, Cover Water YouTube channel. He's so cool. He makes some I like his shit. Good, good guy. Mm-hmm. Good bloke. All right. Um, uh, Mads Mikkelsen has been quite busy making two different movies in the snow lately. Yes, he has. Definitely. Those fucking movies are wicked. Arctic and. They look good. I love that guy. Whatever the alarm is called. <laughs> he, he, like, he's sexy. Yeah. I think he is. <laughs> Arctic looks like a movie that's. Dead in my wheelhouse. Like, yeah. I come from a long line of liking movies like Alive, Castaway. I mean, Alive in itself is an amazing film. Yeah. Have you seen Alive? Yeah, yeah, like that old film the where, the they st- where they eat people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they eat their asses. The <laughs> Another trailer that dropped. Boom. John Wick 3. Motherfucking John, John Wick 3. Yes, 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 yes. Give me more John Wick. Western John Wick. Isn't there the same with him on horse in that yeah. yeah. Running through the city. Yeah. Yeah. It looks darker than ever before. It's so good. John Wick is just amazing. I love it. Like, I'm such... Uh, people are like, oh, John Wick is just guns and stuff. Like, fuck yeah, it's just guns. Like, yeah. I don't understand why people don't like action films sometimes. Because like, oh, all they do is shoot. It's like, yeah, okay, cool. That's... <laughs> that's the point you watch a different movie and all it was weird about having some kind of fatal disease how funny is that <laughs> <laughs> just from the from the posters and stuff right you see John Wick and you, then you see all these guns pointing at him I think that's like the first poster right that's what you're getting yeah. <laughs> like you're getting yeah. a motherfucking action flick you should have never bought a third dog <laughs> It would be like watching the Titanic and going, oh, fuck, what? The boat's sinking? <laughs> How dare they do Don't, don't, um, don't just joke about that because you can get so wrapped up in the story of Titanic itself that when he does hit the iceberg, you think he's like, that's right, his boat's sank. Yeah, but still, that's what's going to happen. It would be like getting pissed off that the boat was sinking. Like, what do you expect's going to happen? Be like, oh man, I was really enjoying this story, and then this boat sinking now. Fucking hell, I can't believe this is. A- of course, it's going to sink. When people, it's really weird. When people advertise movies and shit properly, like how I always believe you should, like advertising, especially with movies, they should advertise the fucking movie, right? Yeah. So you know what you're going to get when you're going to go into that movie. Like the way M. Night Shyamalan, Shyamalan presents his movies and trailers and shit, you know there's going to be like twists and bullshit in his films. Like I don't think they try to pretend otherwise, right? But when movies try to pretend to be something else in their trailers and then you go and you're like, this isn't what I was expecting. Yeah. This isn't the movie that was shown to me. Exactly. <laughs> it, it annoys me. 
Yeah, trailers for me, I am getting annoyed lately. There's this new thing they do where they show you the whole fucking movie. <laughs> yep. And, and you're, you're like, well, I've just seen the whole movie now. I don't need to see this film. Yeah. Like, just show us, like, I like movies that have clips that are really early on. Like, it wasn't until I finally watched Jurassic World 2 that the whole trailer was only the first, like, 25 to 30 minutes. <laughs> really? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. And, and the rest was boring as fuck. <laughs> was the trailer representative of what... Jurassic World was. Yes. So, dinosaurs fucking running everywhere. That's pretty, pretty much what I expect from Jurassic Park movie to begin with. Yeah, pretty much. But, but I, I can see what you mean about trailers. trailers. Mm. Sometimes they try and pretend like, oh, this one's a serial killer movie. And then it's not. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I love John Wick because as soon as I saw the trailer for the first time, I'm like, guy's dog gets killed motherfucker goes on a revenge killing spree killing a bunch of people with guns and using gun foo that's what the movie's about I want to go see that movie <laughs> that is what I got I don't think so or is it just the, the, I don't the fallout things is the fallout okay so from the first one right he killed that Russian guy blah 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 whatever yeah. right People didn't like that, like the guy's partners or whatever, right? And now somebody's put a like somebody put a I don't know million dollar hit on John after that because he killed that Russian mobster, and now somebody's put a fourteen million dollar hit on him or something. So it's not just one or two people that are after him; it's the whole fucking assassins organization that he kind of works for. That'd be awesome. <laughs> if I had a fourteen million dollar hit on me, I'd shoot myself in the head. Damn it, and I wouldn't be able to collect. Well, he's going to shoot everybody else in the head. <laughs> That's okay with me. <laughs> I mean, Which like, is totally fine. I'm cool with it. Like, we need more batshit yeah. crazy movies like Cranked and all that stuff. Yeah, just fucking like, go stuff. for him, mate. Just, and it's like, oh, why did he do that? Why didn't he do that? You know, like, <laughs> why do you ask questions in an action film? Yeah. It's they like, break the laws of physics <laughs> all the time in action films. Just like, like that movie wanted. It's like, I'm going to teach you how to bend bullets. You just kind of spin your gun and just shoot it. And the bullet goes from around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> so try testing is not true because that does not work. It doesn't. <laughs> but who cares? with a limp. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Even Mythbusters tried to do that. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah, that. They even built like a robot arm to spin the gun and fire it. It still just fired straight. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, fucking hilarious, yeah, but... Yeah, so good. Oh, love it. Keanu Reeves is my favourite person ever. Not, in, not if you watch the movie Knock Knock. That is an awesome movie. Holy shit. No, I lo- yes, it is. No, yes, it is. <laughs> you gave me that is the best. Keanu Reeves is such a fucking dragon. That is so good. <laughs> like at the start where he's like trying to be a fucking dad and shit. <laughs> I've seen it. It's I, good. <laughs> I did not appreciate that movie. I appreciate it. I thought it was amazing. He's like, oh, sorry. I can't touch you. Uh, get away from me, please. Dude, like, holy shit. I think, I know some men will be like, no. Nah. It would test a lot of men. Yeah, of course, of course it would. Like, that, that is, like, such a test. But now, the problem I had with the movie, it leaves me wanting more. Like, who are these people? Do they do this often? Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> I want to see them go knock-knock on another house. Yeah. Well, it, it sounded like that they did it often. 
they choose that they were serial killers at it because I think they killed people in the park. Well, they killed that one guy, his friend. Yeah, uh, it sounded like they did it to other people. I'd like to see a sequel where they knock knock on the door and Charlie Sheen opens the door. <laughs> and they're like, oh, sorry, wrong house. He's like, oh, come on in. <laughs> You're stuck here now. So, so, what were your actual issues with it? The direction was hard. Keanu Reeves can be a really good actor. Yep. And he can be a really bad actor. It all comes down to the director. Keanu Reeves didn't perform like he should have in that movie. Really? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see Keanu Reeves giving me his all. I don't know what Keanu Reeves' all is, but he didn't give it to me. Um, I loved it. I, I love his acting. It's so good. Um, Just... <laughs> Never dare say no to free pizza. <laughs> it was free pizza. You don't say no to free pizza. <laughs> oh my god! Just, <laughs> <laughs> That's broken. He's broken. Oh, just it's so good. Keanu Reeves is the best. He's just, he's my favorite person of all time. Like I said. Um, sorry, he's not mine. Why? Who's yours? Needless case. Oh, okay. Nicholas Cage is his life. Yeah, but he just, he seems like a weirdo. Keanu Reeves seems like like a normal human being. Yeah, he does. What do you mean? Have you not seen those videos where he's like riding public transport and shit? Yeah, I'm sure that's all put on. You think so? Nicholas Cage would just sit there and be like, hey, you stand pregnant bitch. (laughs) (laughs) He just gave his seat up to an elderly person or the ones where he's like, sad Keanu eating sandwich or whatever. (laughs) When, when he was asking, when asked about that, he's just like, "What? I was just eating a sandwich. Yeah. It was that's, good." That's what I'm <laughs> any, any pap can take a photo with a long time. Yeah, I know, but it's just it. <laughs> sad. Keanu, he's, he's not, he wasn't sad. He was just eating a good sandwich. It's just like, hmm, yum. But he what? just seems like a cool person. Yeah, I think he just lives a life. Story. Oh, about his uh, ex, his mom, his mom and his girl, his wife. Yeah. I think died. Something, yeah, he is a. I think he's a very humble person. That's what it seems like. Yeah, see, I, I like him though. Yeah. Like, he's, he's a decent human being. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's not my favourite guy. He's my favourite. And he gives it all in his acting as well. Yeah. John Wick was actually directed, I think it's directed by one of his stunt doubles from The Matrix. Oh, really? That just came up to Keanu. He's just like, dude, I want to make a movie. Want like, you to be oh, in it. He's like, it. okay. <laughs> he's like, you're going to have to do your own stunts and shit. You're going to have to do yeah. training for like. Nine months before you, we even film. He's like, okay. Okay, so I have a challenge for you. Yep. Before next week, I want you to watch one film. Yo. It's called Funny Games. Funny Games. Yeah. Okay. And then next Is week, it on them Netflix? It's not a Acquire it. Oh, God. But you can use my Google Play account if you want. You guys at home can't, though. Keep that shit out of here. And his Google... What's your Google Play? I'm not telling them my Google Play account. Yeah, but you told me. Yeah, I can tell you, but... I can just edit it. <laughs> I can just edit it out. I just have to edit it out of my brain. That's your challenge. Do you have a challenge for me? Um, I'm sure Dragon Ball Z bridge and yeah, he can hold up to his bargain about creep. So I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll watch creep tonight. Yeah. I'll watch creep and I'll watch funny games. Alright, creep and funny games. And I want you to. What's a good movie for you to watch that I've seen that you haven't? Have you seen the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies? Maybe. The, the Michael Bay ones? My, like, I'm not alive time. <laughs> when I was like 420 bitch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll watch that. Yeah, check him out. TMNT. Michael, cool watch some Michael Bay films, mate. 
Okay, I watched yeah. a few Michael Bay films. Yeah. But I'm not watching Bad the last one The what one? I watched the latest Transformers. Bumblebee. No, not Bumblebee. That's not on DVD yet. Oh, last night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Talk about every single time something happens and the entire world blows up. I'm cool with it. Like, uh, they don't pretend to be anything else. They're yeah, Transformers movie. Yeah. <laughs> they're a Transformer movie. You you, you, go to, you watch a Transformer movie, uh, you're not going to get anything else except, like, giant robots doing shit. What was that? Like, what was that is stupid. I don't know what this is. That's the best description. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> giant robots are trying to carve trucks. Just watch it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Just watch it. <laughs> why people complain about these things Just, yeah. what I don't understand is why people complain about the Transformers movies to begin with they're fucking toys <laughs> like literally that's what the Transformers are they're, they're fucking toys <laughs> also I and to... by the way that's coming from a massive Transformers fan Ninja yeah, Turtles exactly. fan I knew exactly what I was gonna get from yeah. a fucking Transformers movie <laughs> I have to rescind the statement I made in a previous podcast oh well. what was that me and Elise watched Power Rangers movie again. Yeah. It's actually not shit. And there is the go to Power Rangers thing. Is there really? For like 10 seconds after they finally get this all there. Oh. I am actually excited to see another one. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it's... It's that edgy teen kind of thing. I wish they changed a few things. Would have made it a hell of a lot better yeah. for me. But I still kind of got what I was expecting edgy teen yeah. fucking flick I don't know but why I was doing that watch shit because it was so different the second time around mm. it must have been like on like bath salts or yeah <laughs> like I, I would have liked a, a few things to stay the same like Zorna going I need two alpha five find me teens with attitude <laughs> like kind of thing that's what I would like is is wrong anyway because you what they had attitude, man. They they they, they had, had none of the world peace foundation. Yeah, up America. Yeah, they had they had their attitude. Yeah, I know. But so, so I just would have loved a few things. Like definitely the trans oh, the, the Power Rangers theme song and yeah. stuff like I I didn't care to be honest that Zorda was the Red Ranger and Rita was the Green Ranger. Who who cares? Like, what's Rita's backstory anyway? She was stuck in the dumpster for 10,000 years and now she's free. It's time okay, what happened her. before the dumpster thing? She was, she was the, the Green, Green Ranger. Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> like... <laughs> oh, man, Rita Repulsive in that movie is so more terrifying. Yeah. Like, after re-watching some of the original Lone Wolf and Power Rangers... So yeah, I did it not hate the Power Rangers. I just feel like they miss so much potential with that movie. Yeah. Just changing a few key things. I liked how they portrayed the, the teens were fine, right? I like Zordon. I like Rita. I like Alpha, right? I like the way that they transformed and into superpowers. and got superpowers. That, that that's explains a lot yeah. kind of thing, right? But I still think there are a few things yeah. that could have yeah, been better. Oh, go totally uh, Godzilla. 2020. 2020. Yeah. Now, that is a movie... Where the fucking trailer flat out lied to you. Well, 
for Godzilla. Yeah. You're going to see a giant lizard fight another giant creature. No, you're not, because the doors are going to close on the bottom. <laughs> yeah. That movie gave me this. I had to leave that movie because of violent vomiting. Mm-hmm. Right. Mainly due to the fact that it was terrible. So I've got to watch... Funny games. Funny games and Creep. Creep. Yeah. And I also want to watch How to Train Your Dragon sometime this week as well. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, I want to review that because I love the How to Train Your Dragon series. They just... They... Oh, they are the last strings. Oh, my God. Vikings are so bad. Why are they held up so nicely? You know what they should do? It's make a show called Nazis. <laughs> kind of like Vikings. No, just Vikings are terrible people. Yeah, Vikings are terrible people. Yeah. We haven't had enough time to romanticize about Nazis. Yeah. Give it a couple of generations. Give it like 10,000 years. No way. Just when we're being repulsive, we get out of a dumpster. Then you'll watch that TV. All right. That's the hour, guys. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Again. We hope, yeah, we hope you enjoyed our episode. Yeah, we hope you enjoyed our episode. We hope you enjoyed our episode Zach. Uh, this sound, of course, wasn't fantastic, but we're working on that. We're still working, yeah. Yeah. We've got a bonus episode with Zach yeah. that will drop sometime very sh- in the near future. Yeah. Yep. I've already uh, edited half of it. I just got to get to it and edit the other half. But I want to, because, yeah, so I only went for like. That one it was only like 40, 50 minutes. I've already edited like half an hour. I just got to finish it up. Thanks for listening to Dennis Jones. It's been an hour with us. Yeah, beautiful. Thanks for being a lovely audience. Yeah, yeah, you have. Sexiest audience I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Like, I'd date you. Me too. <laughs> All right, have a great week, guys. And uh, send us some movies. Check us out on all our socials at DenFancy or DenFancyDinosaurs. Tuning in after seeing the lovely video Carbon Water made for us, we're glad you're here. Mm-hmm. And tell some friends because we couldn't do this without you guys, otherwise, we'd just be talking to each other. <laughs> and, um, we're happy to talk to each other, but we can talk to all of you guys. Mm-hmm. Please, have a good one. Yeah, thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.